0: Welcome to the Forgiven Once for All podcast. My name is Shannon Lee, and I'll be your host today. This is episode 16, and we're going to continue with the book of Ephesians. Um, this was written by Paul, and last episode we looked at the first three or four verses in Ephesians, and we looked at how we were blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, these are things we can't miss. When we just read over scripture, we, we can't miss these awesome details that that's written for us. And then the next one that we looked at was verse 4. It says, he chose us in him before the foundation of the world. And this is a mystery to us. How could God choose us before we were born? And that, that leads to other questions of who we are in Christ. But God, being God, chose us. Now, let's go ahead and continue reading verse 5. It says, He predestined us to adoption as sons and daughters through Christ Jesus, to himself according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace with which he favored us in the beloved. So, verse 5 and 6, verse 5 says that we were predestined, he predestined us. Now, there have been whole doctrines and schools of theology built on this one word, predestined, that some teach that God chose a certain few and those few are going to make it and the rest of the world will be damned. That is not the Father that I know. That is not even the Bible that I'm reading. Um, you have to Seriously twist scripture and make it fit your theology. You have to ignore you have to ignore the verses right under this, and we'll get to that. But this word predestined, it's not a super tricky word. It's not God choosing certain people and not. It just means that God came to a decision beforehand. He decided God determined ahead of time. He made a choice that his children would be redeemed. Now, we like to define the us. Nobody can define the us but God. And there's only one clear way that we can paint the picture of a complete loving father that has children that have gone astray the only way they can we can paint the picture of us in the context of a loving father is that everyone is included in that us it can't be me and not you it can't be you and not me that's not that's not a loving god that's not the god of the new testament That's not the God of the Old Testament. That's a false God that was based upon pagan theology, where if you do right, then you get the blessing of God. That is not Christianity at all. Christianity is there is nothing that you can do to earn or acquire or to better your relationship with God. Your relationship with the Father is based completely on one thing and that's his love. And the the love of his son when he sent his son to redeem us and to bring us back into the love and the knowledge of the Father. So he predestined he predestined all his children. He made a choice. He decided This is the conclusion that Origen, Gregory of Nyssa, Athanasius, many of the early church leaders, see their gospel was not one of get out of hell and come to Jesus. Theirs was stop living a life of hell and denial and pain and come to the father of love and let him restore your life. That's what the gospel's about. It's about here and today. Glory in eternity is understood because of the blood of Jesus. He has purchased and redeemed his creation. So we see here in verse 5 that the Father chose us, He made a decision beforehand to adopt us as sons and daughters through Christ Jesus. And he chose us to himself. And it says, according to the good pleasure of his will. See, God's going to do what God wants to do. We can make as many doctrines. We can make as many guesses at his will as we want. We can say that this is the will of God. But God is going to do what God wants to do. And he's made it very clear that His children are worthy of love and that He will redeem His creation. That which was lost and decayed and damaged by sin, God will redeem and restore for no other reason than this, for His the good pleasure of His will. Your doctrine can't change that. God is not going to pick and choose who He redeems and who He doesn't. He hasn't predestined some and left others to be lost. See, this whole idea of predestination and what's built many of uh, a few of the doctrines and churches today and what drives their doctrine, it started with St. Augustine. St. Augustine um, was, had many good teachings and works, but saint augustine did not understand greek saint augustine was a latin church leader that began to interpret scripture from his own point of view and this is what we do today to be honest we have translations of translations of translations we don't under, we do not understand original greek so we we are relying upon others to translate it and to interpret it for us. This is what St. Augustine did. He has many good teachings, but he started this idea that everyone is going to hell unless they commit themselves to Christ. See, what that does is that puts the responsibility and the work upon the believer and not upon the Savior. See, it's all about Christ. There's nothing that we can do. and then. John Calvin took that trying to understand what the teachings of St. Augustine and he reinterpreted the works of St. Augustine and the teachings and trying to make sense of it himself he came out with the doctrine of predestination. And in his doctrine he has divided Christianity at that time. He moved away from the teachings of Origen and Gregory of Nyssa and many of the early church leaders that taught that God was all in all, that God redeemed all and he would redeem all, that the work of the cross was all-powerful. It paid for all sin. And this actually... Um, the works of St. Augustine became the, the forerunner for the doctrine of the Catholic Church. And then we had the Reformation. And this is where Martin Luther and then progressed down to John Calvin came out from that teaching. So their teachings were based upon bad teachings, which were based upon bad teachings. Do you understand what I'm saying here? We, I feel like we need to go back to the source of the teachings and stop trying to reinterpret the Bible through other people's teachings. We need to stop setting our doctrine based upon the teaching of this person, which based their teaching upon this person, and they originally decided for themselves what to teach. This is how we have so many different denominations, so many different parts of Christianity that war against each other, when really the simplicity of the gospel is God redeemed everybody. And our job is to tell everybody that you're redeemed and that you can live a better life. You can live a blessed life. You can have the Holy Spirit. Stop living in the lie of the past and the lie of sin, and you can be redeemed. You are redeemed. You have been made holy. You it was predestined that you be made holy. And God did what He the good pleasure of His will and He carried it out. He decided beforehand this is gonna happen, and He did it. Now we just have to believe it, otherwise we continue to live in our man-made hell. And that is the story of Christianity today. That's what we're doing. We are living in man-made hell and continuing to live like we are under bondage when Christ set us free over 2,000 years ago. I hope this helped you today. And I want you to remember that God is madly in love with you. Until next time.